tell you where. Someplace warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Inside, or Aline Terroir, is a French horror film released in 2007 and directed by Julian Mari and Alexander Bustillo. Inside tells the story of a strange woman invading a pregnant lady's home, seeking after her unborn baby. The movie is available on Tubi. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film begins as a pregnant woman named Sarah and her husband Matthew are involved in a brutal car crash. Sarah survives, but Matthew dies. Four months later, still reeling from her husband's death, Sarah is worried that her pregnancy is overdue. One evening, a mysterious woman shows up to Sarah's house wanting to use the phone. Sarah lies to the woman, telling her that it is an inconvenience because her husband is sleeping. The woman tells Sarah she is lying because she knows that her husband has died. Sarah calls the cops but is able to take photographs of the woman before she leaves. Sarah develops the pictures and notices that the same woman is seen in the other pictures lurking. Realizing that the woman has been stalking her for some time, she has the cops visit the house ever so often. When Sarah goes to bed for the night, the woman is there in her room. She attacks Sarah with scissors, puncturing her belly. Hiding in the bathroom, the woman states her intentions of going after Sarah's unborn baby. Three different policemen show up to patrol Sarah's home. The woman tells the cops she is Sarah, and believe her since they never saw her previously. Just as they are about to leave the house, the cops head back because they notice that the woman wasn't pregnant. All three cops are fatally wounded at the hands of the woman. Returning back to Sarah, the two engage in a fight, with both morbidly injuring each other. Sarah uses an aerosol container and a cigarette to burn the woman's face. Badly injured, she runs away and then admits to Sarah that she was in the other vehicle in the car crash that killed her unborn baby, and now seeks revenge. One of the police officers miraculously recovers and begins to beat Sarah thinking she is the woman. The policeman hits Sarah in the stomach with his club, forcing Sarah's water to break. The woman shoots and kills the policeman. Laying on the stairs, Sarah gives birth but the baby is stuck. Sarah pleads for the woman to save her baby. The woman grabs scissors and performs a C-section, killing Sarah in the process. The film ends with the woman sitting in a rocking chair cradling the baby to sleep as Sarah's lifeless and mutilated body lays on the stairs. You know, I've said it a few times on this podcast before, that if there's a country I would tell people to go out of your way to check out any movie from, it was South Korea. One movie, or I should say one country, that I don't think gets the credit deserves is France. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's drama, in this case horror, the French know exactly what the fuck they're doing. And this movie, Inside, was fucking crazy. This is my pick, man for the horror film review for the month of October. And I cannot wait to get started. So without further ado, let's get started. So welcome everybody to episode number 37. 37. Of Beer in a Movie with the Weast Side Boys. We're your hosts, fantastic as always. I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. 
holy shit, brother, this movie was fucking bloody. This movie was gory. Wow. I dude, I fucking watched this movie and I was I was gasping like many, many times watching this, especially the first time on the second viewing. I was still gasping because there's some brutal shit in here. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Uh, what, what do you got to say about this real quick? Uh, this is the first time I've seen this movie and heard about it through your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of like super gory and violent films. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's hard to say. So this one was was interesting. I'll put it that way. I'll leave yeah. it at that for now. Yeah, it was. To me, this was gore done right, in my opinion. Uh, we'll get into all that. So I'll explain why. Get into the characters, premise, all that good shit. But discussion of this movie does not start without opening up some beers. Bro, let me know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight we are drinking Labatt Blue Canadian Pilsner. Yeah, bro. So I I brought this because uh, you know we we had the episode for the room, mm-hmm. and we had Cronenberg. That was a French brew. Yeah, uh, I was not very fond of French brew, mm-hmm. and this film is French inside. But uh, I was like, I was not in the mood to drink some French brew, so I said, <laughs> "Fuck it, let's get a Canadian brew in there because there are parts of Canada where they speak French, so that's close enough for me." Mm-hmm. All right, but you already took a swig. Fuck. Let me let me join you, brother. Thumbs up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. It's very Pilsner, uh, yeah. Yeah, very mild. Yeah, yeah. Get one more swig right here, brother. Then we'll get into shout out of the week. And I got a fucking crazy story too, bro. Okay. With uh, I got permission to tell this story, man. To nice. to fit the whole like horror theme and stuff okay. like that. So yeah, I'm get one more swig right here. Bottoms up. Cheers. All right, brother. So while you ponder off your ranking on this, it's time for the shout out of the week. And that is for my good brother of over 20 years, Adon Martinez. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. Uh, thank you so much for being a listener. Uh, he's reached out to me, told me he was a big fan of that heavyweights episode. Because <laughs> mm. we in high school, we would always fucking bring up heavyweights and we would always laugh our asses off about it, man. Yeah. And yeah. And so right here, brother, I got fucking a story right here so it's time for everybody's favorite segment story time with ticky brother let's do this shit let's do it excuse me holy shit nice a purpose needed because this story man this is gonna be the only story that it's not funny okay all the stories have been funny this one is not okay so i gotta say this brother good brother adon he is a cop Mm -hmm. okay so don if you're listening brother be careful out there brother it's a fucked up world out there please be careful when you're at work all right so Adon gave me permission to tell this story. He says, he told me this. This is the last time we met. I want to say like over 10 years ago. He told me that uh, they uh, they got a call from a guy who wanted to commit suicide. Yeah. He was at a Motel 7 or Motel 6. What the fuck is Motel 7? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motel 6. Mm-hmm. Right? So unfortunately, by the time they got there, the man had ended his life. He shot himself with the shotgun. And they entered the room. The man was sitting in a chair. There's hair all over the, the ceiling, blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the man's nervous system wasn't dead yet, so it started moving. Oh, God. Fuck, bro. That fucked me up, dude, when he told me that. So it fucked me up. Imagine him. Yeah. And he gave me permission with it to tell the story, man, just because it's a horror theme and stuff. Yeah. And I thought it would fit the podcast a little bit. But fuck, dude. That was just... That, if I saw that shit, bro, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd be fucked you know yeah. what i mean yeah that's is uh pretty gnarly yeah but their story time for ticky right there right is that a funny one 
And Don, cheers, my friend. We're going to catch up again real soon. Much love, brother. Cheers to you and your family. Bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. Let's rank this beer. Yeah. You mind? Let me go first, yeah? Go ahead. Uh, very solid beer, man. I'm really digging this. Uh, it's a fucking hot day today. Yes, uh, I, I'm always. I've been a big fan of Pilsners. Um, really like this a lot. Give me three, three quarter stars, brother. It's, okay. fuck, it's almost a four. This is fucking good shit, man. I can see myself buying this again. Yeah, this beer is pretty mild. Um, I can't say I would go out of my way to buy it when there's so many other similar ones, but it's not a bad Pilsner. It's a little bit above average. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three out of nice. five. There you go, bro. Yeah. All right. I'm going to swing for the good man right here, dude. We'll Cheers. get into inside. Hmm. All right. So we get into, you said you never watched it, right, bro? No. I've never met anybody that's watched this movie. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this and you watched it and I didn't know about it, please uh, message me. I'd love to talk this movie with anybody. All right. So my introduction to this movie is that I was on, on YouTube one time and there was a list of the 50 most disturbing movies of I want to say it was like the 21st century. It might have just been of all time. I'm not sure. Okay. But this one was on there. It was like 48 or something like that. Okay. You know, and there is another movie that I'm going to bring up later that was on this list that was like pretty high up. It was like in the top 10. It's another French film. Okay. Yeah, I'll get into it like much later. And so I don't know what it was about it, but this made me want to go out. The video made me want to go out and check it out. And sure enough, I found it. It used to be on YouTube in its entirety. Uh -huh. And I watched it, bro, and I was like, fuck, dude, this is gory. And the one thing I got to bring up about this movie is like, it's so fucking bloody. But the way they enhance the color red in this movie mm -hmm. just brings out the just the, the violence in it, you know? Mm. And fuck, dude. And I remember it stuck with me, and I wanted to do this film, uh, review this film in season one. And we felt like it was a good idea to just wait for Halloween time for for horror film reviews, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. There's also, I don't remember the name of the podcast that I found, uh, but somebody had reviewed it and I was pissed, bro, because I wanted us to be the first one. Mm. You know? This is an older movie now. It's 2007, right? 2007, yeah. yeah. But I'd never uh, seen like or heard of like podcasts mm -hmm. that that reviewed this one. But then okay. I found that one. I said, fuck, man. I'm sure there's fucking hundreds of them out there that I have before. Yeah. But not under in, in my radar, you know? Okay. So, so I was like a little bummed out that we weren't the first ones. Okay. But yeah, so let's get into the premise of this movie, man. It's pretty simple. It's two women. One of them is pregnant. Uh, she is she is uh, confronted by this mysterious woman who is seeking after her unborn baby. Mm. That is some fucked up shit right there. So let's get into the characters now. There's only really there's a grip of them, but they're very minor. Yeah. Uh, there's because there's only really like two main characters, mm -hmm. right? And the first one is Sarah. She's played by a woman named Allison Paradi. Probably butchered that last name. Mm -hmm. uh, she is the pregnant woman, followed by the La Femme, which is the woman, played by Beatrice Louise. No, it's Beatrice Dali. Dale, one of those, right? Yeah. She is the woman that uh, there's a reason, man, that she is like uh, going into the, her this home and seeking number baby. It's mm. a whole reason. It was pretty crazy, right? Then we're going to get to Louise's mom. Her name is, uh, excuse me, Sarah's mom. Her name is Louise, mm -hmm. played by Natalie Russell. Probably butchered that as well. Hmm. Then we're going to get to Sarah's boss, 
Jean-Pierre, played by Francois Fijist Marcusson. <laughs> I fucked that up. I know. I no, I'm, I'm just <laughs> laughing because uh, his name is like the most French name, yeah, Jean-Pierre. Yeah, and then yeah. his actual real name is the most French name ever also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Francois. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, man. But those are the characters. Along the way, there are some cops. Yeah, in this movie they're fucking so stupid, man. Oh, God. Uh, I I do like this movie a lot, but I'm like always, bro. I'm gonna point out the flaws. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are the characters. We already gave up the premise. All right, brother. So one more swig for the good man, and we'll dive into this plot that is inside. What do you say, brother? Do it. Bombs up. Cheers. <sighs> okay, so the film begins with a car crash. What the fuck, bro? How many times do have we reviewed films where they begin with car crashes? Yeah, this is like the third time, right? Or <laughs> yeah, and then animals dying again in this oh, one shit. too. Oh shit! Oh yeah, we'll get into that a little <laughs> later. Yeah. But yeah, there's a car crash, and the victims in this car crash is Sarah, the main character, and Matthew. Mm-hmm. Fucking bloody man! This yeah. shit was just fucking bad. Sarah is pregnant. Matthew dies, man. That shit looked really bad, right? Yeah. But the one thing I'm wondering here is why the fuck is Sarah driving? Yeah, I know, right? If she's pregnant, the man should be driving, dog. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Four months later now, they do a fast forward and it's Christmas Eve, right? The uh, Sarah's at an ultrasound appointment. And so it's like, holy shit, like not only does she survive, but the baby survives. Yeah. It's a miracle baby, right? Mm-hmm. And so the doctor asks uh, Sarah a bunch of questions. You know, and Sarah's just really, like, really vague with her responses. She's not in the mood to talking. You can clearly see she's depressed, bro. Yeah. She's still reeling from from the death of uh, of Matthew, her husband. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nurse who tries to do small talk with her. Mm-hmm. And she's, she, she fucking pops out a cigarette, dude. Yeah. It's like, why are you, why are you fucking smoking inside uh, a hospital? A hospital, let alone fucking right next to a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. You know, the fuck, the baby doesn't need secondhand smoke. Yep. To which Sarah calls her a twat. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's waiting for her mother to pick her up. Um, and then the one thing I want to bring up is that the mom, Sarah's mom, she brings up that there are writers in France. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll get into that a little later as the movie progresses. And it fast forwards to a really sad, just really depressing part where Sarah's at a park. And she's uh she's looking at a happy family together playing. Yeah. And it's just so sad because that's that's what she always wanted. She wanted her, her baby, her husband to play at a park and shit like that. And what they I gotta bring up too is that Sarah is a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. So she's taking pictures of this family. And that the pictures come into effect later as the movie goes on. Uh th- and then this is the introduction to uh her boss, is uh Jean Pierre. Uh, the boss meets with her at the park and he has a phone call and he talks about how there's all these burning cars going on. Yeah. Right. So that's that's something to keep in mind as well. Right. And she gives uh, Sarah gives Jean-Pierre the keys to her home. Mm-hmm. And she does say like, oh, I, I expect my mom uh, later tonight for Christmas and stuff yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to fast forward down to the spot, uh, excuse me, the scene where she's at home and it's a developing room, right? Because like I said, she's a professional photographer. Uh-huh. She has all the pictures developed. Uh, it's really fucking depressing again because it's like nothing but pictures of her and her husband. Yeah. She even imagines her husband at one point. Uh, like she's like holding her 
like from behind, and she has his his hands around uh, her belly mm-hmm. and everything. And then to fucking break up like the imaginary, it's like a back to reality scene with the crash that happens that kills him. Yeah, and his head smashes in the windshield. Yeah, which dude, is that an- shit was another brutal. point to bring up too, man. France must have some really shitty fucking cars because there's no there's no airbags. I know, huh? Were they wearing their seatbelts? Like, what the hell, man? Oh, good point, bro. I didn't even I didn't even think about that, but you were right, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good shit right there, brother. And yeah, dude. So there's a scene after this where she's like in a rocking chair and she's sewing, right? Mm-hmm. She falls asleep, dude, but then she has a nightmare where she fucking begins to vomit out milk. Yeah. And then she gives birth through her mouth, bro. <laughs> yeah. That shit was crazy as shit, dude. And then to kind of break up that it's a, a nightmare, the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the introduction to the woman, the mysterious woman, right? And she she answers or she rings the doorbell, and she says, "Oh hey, I need help. Uh, my car broke down." To to which Sarah says, "Oh no, uh, sorry, um, you can't use like the phone or whatever because my 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 husband's asleep. He has to go to work." And then the woman says, "Your husband is not sleeping, Sarah. He's dead." So yeah. fuck right there, bro. My my attention. Like, this film has all my attention. Because now I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, how does this bitch know? Mm-hmm. What is going on here? Yeah. Right? She looks through, like, that peephole. Right? And, like, she's gone. But then there's, like, a scene where, like, she goes to the back to see if she's there. And the lady's right there, dude. Yeah. No jump scare, dude. That shit just scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. That she was just right there. And she goes fucking psycho, bro. She starts, like, fucking punching the glass. Yep. And it fucking cracks, dude. Like, by the way, dude, that fucking punch looked fucking perfect, dude. That's like a crisp punch right there, dude, with like perfect technique and shit. So this bitch means business. Yeah. You know? Uh, for, to this, Sarah calls the cops. And, uh, oh, one thing I did forget to mention is that she ends up taking pictures of this woman while she, while she's like, uh, like just in the back, uh-huh. right? But then like she goes to the room, the same room to where she develops the pictures. Mm-hmm. And she can't really like, it's not exactly a clear image of the picture of the woman. Yeah. Right? But then when she develops the pictures that she had done earlier when she was at the park, uh, the pictures that she took of that happy family, Yeah. she gets a magnifying glass and realizes that in the bushes lurking is the same woman mm-hmm. that is at her home. Yeah. That is fucking creepy. That is stalker status, man. Yeah. The doorbell rings now, and now it's the cops. So what they're doing now is that there's they're going to have a patrol unit um, kind of patrol her home to make sure that there is no uh, like buddy to disturb Sarah. Yeah. And to, to this shit, though, I, I got to say, though, it's like um, they clearly see that Sarah's pregnant. Uh-huh. Right. So obviously those those same cops are not going to be fucking working 24 seven there. Yeah. You know. Well, they also mentioned, too, uh, the police seem pretty dismissive of her, which, I mean, she has a photo that she took, and you can see that the glass is smashed, mm-hmm. so you would think they would care a little bit more, but also the woman police officer says, hey, you know, since because of the riots, all our men are, you know, working, mm-hmm. but we'll make sure that somebody stops by later. Yeah. Yeah. So they're busy is the reason why they're also not giving it 100%, I guess. Yeah, but this is the qualm I have, bro, Mm. is that she, uh, Sarah gives her the pictures of the ones that were not that good Uh when she was in the back. Mm -hmm. It's like, why not give her the fucking pictures 
of when she was lurking in the park. Oh God! Did they? No, she never gave it to them. Why not use those ones if if uh, the ones when she was in the back door, if they weren't good enough, then why not fucking tell her? Oh, hey man, this bitch was lurking in the woods. Look, oh. I have a magnifying glass here. Yeah, so I look guess. for yourself. Yeah, it's fuck. Uh, yeah, that fucking boggled my mind, dude. So then yeah. the cops leave, right? Everything looks to be okay. So Sarah's watching TV. It's the rioting that's going on. Uh-huh. And fuck, dude, in the very back, you can see the woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. The woman is inside the home. She's lurking in the back, dude. Yeah. Okay, so right there, clear shot, stab her in the throat, movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> right, dude? Yep. But no, she doesn't want to do that. She wants to torture her, is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking, okay? Yeah. Because, yeah, she had a clear shot right there to just fucking unleash fucking uh, carnage right there, dude. Mm-hmm. So while Sarah's watching TV and watching the riots, she calls Jean-Pierre and says, hey, something strange happened. Uh, let's keep in mind, all right? Let's back up a little bit. It is Christmas Eve. So uh-huh. we're led to assume that they everyone is with their family. They're having dinner, Christmas dinner, blah, 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 all that shit. That's why Jean-Pierre doesn't pick up the phone. That's why Sarah leaves a voice message and shit, right? Yep. And so she calls it a night. She goes to sleep. Fuck. And then this is where shit, like from this point on, dude, it's just an absolute gore fest, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? The woman goes and sees her, Sarah laying in bed. But before she's about to do anything, she goes to a room where she finds baby clothes. And she starts, like, smelling the baby clothes. Like, she starts... So, right here, the seeds are kind of planted. Do you, you, you know? Yeah. Like, did, when you watched this, bro, did you say, like... Did you get an idea off of the baby clothes that she was smelling them? Or... Mm, no, I didn't really... I don't, not not I must, quite yet? Yeah. Okay. So, man, and then this part was fucking crazy, man. So she gets these scissors, man. And then she, like, slowly... Which, by the way, um, I thought this was kind of a flaw. So if Sarah is, like, a little paranoid that there's a lady fucking stalking her... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, bro. Holy shit. Burp right there. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. So if there's a woman that's stalking you, any, like, little fucking thing would wake me up. I'm just saying for me, like, I would be a light sleeper i'd be paranoid i'd be one fucking the woman fucking puts her fucking like pjs up yeah and then even fucking gets the scissors even fucking with the scissors like starts like kind of rubbing on <laughs> yeah. the belly yeah i would have woken up already dude well, maybe but, she's a heavy sleeper uh, dude but but dude the way the scissors just she stabs her bro stabs the mm. belly and fuck she wakes up dude and then fucking like slashes her lip Mm-hmm. And you can even see like the baby inside fucking responding to the pain and shit like yeah. that. That yeah. shit was fucking brutal, bro. From here on, it's an absolute fucking gore fest, man. Sarah runs into the bathroom and fuck, of course, her water breaks, dude. Yeah. That was fucking, oh man, that shit had me. And then Jean Pierre shows up. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, if you got a weird voice message, like, why not just call her? <laughs> I think uh, he wanted to stop by to check on her anyway, because in their earlier scenes, they were talking about how I think he invited her to dinner or something and she didn't want to. She wanted to be mm-hmm. alone. Right. So yeah. I think he was She's just depressed. I mean, you can't really blame her. Yeah. He was worried about her. So it makes sense that he would stop by. Mm-hmm. So she shows up. But then the woman, she pretends to be Sarah's mom, mm-hmm. which I thought this was weird because if this I don't know, to me, it seemed like John Pierre and Sarah were already kind of tight. Yeah. It's like you would not have known what Sarah's mom looks like? Mm, not necessarily. Yeah, but little fo- like a little photography place like that 
Mm. I don't know. I just felt like maybe, mm. but you never know. That's just my opinion. Okay. All right. So she pretends she's Sarah's mom. And uh, dude, this part fucking uh, was stupid as fuck. I'm just going to say, I like this movie a lot, dude, but this part was stupid. Uh-huh. Okay. So if the woman is pretending to be Sarah's mom, all right, you you have something you want. I'm not siding on her or anything, bro. I don't, okay. I need to put that out there. She's a bitch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but like, damn, it's like, okay, if you want to like go after Sarah for whatever reasons, it's unknown at the time. It's like, and then John Pierre is on his way out. Uh-huh. She says, stop. Can I offer you a drink? Why the fuck would you offer him a drink? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you want to him or anybody for that matter to get the fuck out of there so you can tend to your fucking business? Yeah, I don't know. This part was so fucking stupid. It made no sense to me. <laughs> but and because and because of this, dude, Jean Pierre ends up staying, mm-hmm. and then Sarah's actual mother walks in. Yeah, she gets. A she whole, had been expecting her. She gets a whole fucking minute of screen time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> So so while Sarah's in the bathroom, she goes for a weapon. She finds this like uh, what is it? It's like some giant fucking needle or yeah, like a sewing thing. I don't know, dude. It's it's, it's fucking it's it's long and it's real fucking sharp, dude. Yeah, right. So Jean Pierre and Louise, Sarah's mom, they notice something's up. It's like who are you, lady? Right. So she goes up looking for Sarah, and Sarah fucking opens the door, thinking it's a woman. And fucking stabs her mom yeah that was brutal shit right there bro the way the blood came out and everything yeah <laughs> holy fuck dude so now from this man like the woman knows like, all right i'm fucked right here so i'm just gonna start fucking unleashing like fucking carnage here mm-hmm. so she stabs uh jean pierre with scissors and shit brutal stuff man there's yeah. fucking blood everywhere man mm-hmm. it's blood all over the walls but the thing that got me dude is because like uh she like slashed his like foot first, right? Yeah. Or like the leg and his stuff leg, like that. Yeah, the back and and then fucking dragged him down. Mm-hmm. So there's blood everywhere. But I thought this motherfucker was dead right here. Yeah, he was. He, she, oh, slashes sorry, his, she slashes his throat as well. Mm-hmm. So he he seems like he's dead. Fuck, dude. But he wasn't completely dead. Mm-mm. So then she like grabs a pillow and smothers him, mm-hmm. and then does like the kill shot with the scissors. Yeah, through the pillow. right through These the fucking some, pillow. Some fucking sharp scissors. Yeah, dude. And, like, that was kind of, like, a creative way to fucking killing someone, too, man. Man. I, I hadn't seen that, like, in a movie before. Hmm. Yeah, dude. And then now that she she has to go up and get Sarah, she had to clean up her own fucking mess for bringing John Pierre in for a drink. Yeah. Right? So she ends up grabbing Sarah by the hair while Sarah's still, like, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, fuck, that hurts, bro. I can relate, dude. <laughs> I remember when I had long hair and I would get pulled. Right, oh, dude, that shit. Fuck, it sucks, dude. You can even see her, like, pulling out a whole fucking lock of hair. Yeah. Fuck, that hurts, man. Mm-hmm. I remember used to, like, play football, mm-hmm. and we'd play tackle, and someone would fucking drag me by my hair all the way to the, down, to the ground, dude. Shit, fuck, it hurts. It's not It's not good, man. <laughs> all right? Oh, oh, also, and then, uh, like, I did mention Sarah had grabbed that really sharp object. Yes. That really long one, and, like, while she's being, like, grabbed by her hair, she stabs the woman uh-huh. in the arm. Yep. Uh, and this is like the first time the woman's like actually like injured. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed, dude, is that every time like something like that happened, she would pull out a cigarette. Did you oh. notice that, dude? I noticed her smoking, but I didn't correlate the two. Yeah, it was either it was either while she was under arrested or like or like she had like pain inflicted in her. Hmm. So she takes out a cigarette. So this comes in fucking later into effect, man. Uh, and so while. 
this okay this scene fucking sucks man okay i uh, it's it's pretty bad so sarah has a cat right mm-hmm. and the woman is outside uh the the bathroom waiting for sarah and shit so this fucking cat comes in and she grabs it and fucking snaps its neck dude yep like poor fucking cat the cat had not, did nothing wrong here man yeah. yeah and like you mentioned bro like the fucking scissors are super fucking sharp Mm-hmm. All right, so she makes like a fucking huge hole, or not a huge hole, but she makes a hole, yeah, like a significant hole in this fucking mm-hmm. door, right? And then she straight up, like, you can hear her say to Sarah, I want one. That's what she says. She says, I want one. So yeah. now we're here to, to fucking know that she wants a baby, she wants her, oh, baby, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So, and there's, there's a whole reason why. So now a new patrol of cops arrives mm-hmm. to check on Sarah's home. It's three completely new cops. You would think they would hand off like fucking notes and say like, okay, well, this woman looks like this and looks like this. The mm-hmm. only thing apparently that they told her was that she was pregnant Yeah, and shit like that. Oh, and one thing too is like, it's three new cops mm-hmm. plus a criminal. Yeah. A criminal who ended up being a rioter. A rioter, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, brother. Yeah, so these cops, they're like in plain clothes. So I think they're probably like an undercover squad or something. They they were like busting up the riots, and then they get this kid. Mm-hmm. We don't really know if he actually was part of the riots or mm-hmm. if they're just grabbed whoever. But yeah, he's in the back with them, and they're like joking around that they're gonna get all his friends and so they could spend time together in jail and over yeah. for Christmas and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, the woman like notice notices that the cops are outside, so she ends up putting like a drawer in front of the door. So yeah. Sarah's now fucking trapped. Yep. Right. Doorbell rings. They start questioning the woman, which, by the way, dude, like, uh, I know they showed her, like, like getting water and clearing up her face and shit like that, uh-huh. but it looked a little too good. You know, it's like you just killed a couple people. <laughs> you just significantly injured a pregnant woman. Yeah. And she looked completely fine. Mm-hmm. Like, water's not going to make you fucking clean up that well mm-hmm. in, like, fucking one minute. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, and so the cops, they're satisfied originally mm-hmm. when because she, she just opens the door when they talk at the doorway, and then they leave, but then one of the cops is like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. she's supposed to be pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when they come back yeah. <laughs> for like the, the second round, right? Yeah. And these cops are these cops are knuckleheads. They're like my biggest flaw with this movie. They're just three dumb idiots. Mm-hmm. They do everything wrong, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Dude, okay, but like before they go back into the house to question the uh-huh. woman it's, yeah. and say like, hey, uh, the fuck, you're not pregnant. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, the woman goes back because like Sarah's trying to escape, trying mm-hmm. to move the drawer from the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then her fucking hand gets stabbed. Yeah. Like, oh, that shit was so fucking brutal. Yeah, with the scissors. And, yeah, and then that's when the cops come back in and say, hey, wait a minute, like you weren't pregnant. And then they just enter the fucking home. Yeah. And like I mentioned, dude, there was fucking blood everywhere. Uh, so then they say, like, holy shit, like, dude, this is, like, a fucking murder scene, basically, dude. Yeah. So then the cops say, like, fuck this, like, you're under arrest, right? But then the woman, like, like fairly easily fucking, like, like, like kills them, basically, right? Like, she yeah. gets, like, this, uh, she, like, stabs one, one of the cops, like, in the eye. Yeah. Takes so, his fucking gun, too. Yeah, with a, so, she stabs him with a sewing needle that she, she, or a knitting needle, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That she grabbed. And they split up too, which is dumb because for whatever reason, the fat cop stays down with her and he does a terrible I mean, he's he's like face he's behind her, so he has like all the advantage, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, they split up 
and uh, one cop goes up the stairs. That's when he notices all the blood. And then mm-hmm. he, that's when he says arrest her. And then she kills the fat cop pretty much. Yeah. And the guy upstairs, you know, he's just holding his dick. He doesn't do shit. He just <laughs> he doesn't hear the scuffle. He doesn't go check to make sure she's arrested. He's over mm-hmm. there doing whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Meanwhile, the there's one more cop in the car with the rioter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, she sees Sarah and fucking tries to help her. Mm-hmm. But then, boom, his fucking head gets fucking, like, yeah, shot, dude. Yeah, he gets shot in the head, yep. That shit was brutal, dude. So then the cop in the car says, what the fuck is that? And then the fucking idiot, again, bro, this was fucking yeah. dumb. It's like, why are you bringing the arrested rioter with you? Yeah. You already have handcuffs. Handcuff him, keep him in the fucking back, in the truck. Yeah, exactly. Or in the car. There's no, and he like handcuffs him, handcuffs him to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't like on a baby leash, you know, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, that's like the dumbest fucking thing for him to do. And he should have, as soon as he heard the gunshots, he should have called for a backup thing. Yeah, yeah, he's bro. Like, he's like, no, let me, let me get out. Let me handcuff this guy that's going to be a hindrance to me. And then we're going to go check it out. Yeah. And yes, then, bro. Yeah. Go he, he goes inside. He sees one cop dead right there. Immediately, he should go back and call for backup. But he's right like, there. no, let me go look. Oh, this guy's dead. And then, yeah, it's just fucking a comedy of <laughs> stupidity. Yeah. I do like this movie, but these cops were fucking stupid, dude. Mm-hmm. It is flawed. Yeah. Okay. So the the cop with the writer entered the bathroom with Sarah. By the way, there's a fucking great shot of Sarah like with a with like a glass or whatever in her hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she breaks the mirror, mm-hmm. right? And she's like on the side of a drawer. Yeah. And in the back, you can see the cops entering. There's fucking blood everywhere. Great fucking shot. I gotta find that one and post it, man. Yeah. Hopefully, like when I do post it or something like that, because it's really bloody. Mm. I hope I don't get like banned or something like that, dude. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Huh. You know what I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, but then they enter the bathroom with Sarah. Uh, the fucking rider there is just fucking like vomiting and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, he doesn't want to be here. Yeah, you can see the woman in the back, like actually walking in the back mm-hmm. while they're tending to Sarah. Yeah, and then she goes and cuts the power out, dude. Yeah, so now it's fucked. It's all dark now. So you know, let me back up a little bit, brother. So you know how um a few episodes ago we did that movie for Kill List. Mm-hmm. There's that part where they're in the tunnel. They can't really do shit. It's all dark. And I yeah. don't know what the fuck. Okay, here, this is done correctly, bro. The lighting in this with just the flashlights was great, man. Hmm. This is how I wish uh, Kill This could have been done. They did it great right here with no lighting besides the flashlights, man. Yeah. And I like the little detail that the writer is fucking scared, bro. So mm-hmm. he he's like fucking shaking, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he, he can't fucking control the flashlight, dude. So like little details like that, fucking great. Love it, man. Yeah, and the cop is dumb. He gives the rioter like a riot shotgun. I'm guessing it has like bean bags or something in it. Mm-hmm. And he's got his hands tied too in front of him. It's like how well is he gonna be able to use that shotgun? He's still got the rioter uh like chained to him or you know, strapped to him, however it is, right? Yeah. And while while they're sitting to Sarah in the bathroom, it's just zero tactical awareness for a cop. He's got the rioter like watching his back terribly, and mm-hmm. then he's just spending all this time. Uh, with Sarah, he's like, "Oh, let's get bandages." It's like, dude, go fucking clear the house, you moron! Yeah. Like, get your gun, because you know she has a gun. You heard gunshots. Yeah, go clear the fucking house, you idiot! But now yeah. he's like, "Oh, let me just... Oh, let's get some bandages, dude. Oh, SpongeBob ones. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah." It's like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? God, hey, get the Pokemon one for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, all right, the Squirtle one fucking cut my finger, dude. Yeah, shit. But no, dude. And then here's here's another thing that I don't think like, I can kind of like see what they were trying to do here yeah. but when they finally 
kind of tend to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah ends up going back to a room to lay down in the bed. I get it. She's tired. She's Mm-mm. been through a lot, man. She's bleeding profusely. But dude, going to your bed to lay down is not exactly a good fucking idea when you have a psycho ass bitch fucking after you, dude. Yeah, but she does have a gun, which again, the cop he takes to the dead guy's gun and he's like, mm-hmm. here's a gun. Which, I mean, that's not really standard operating procedure for police to be like, here is my dead partner's gun. Mm-hmm. That's just a mess of horrible paperwork if things turn out right. Yeah. But yeah, so he gives her this giant hand cannon and then she takes it with her and she just throws it on the bed and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that part later. Yeah. Right? Well, while they're like, uh, well, like Sarah goes to lay in the bed mm-hmm. and right, the, the cop with the fucking rider end up like just looking around to mm-hmm. which the woman fucking finds them. And fucks up like the cop in the head. Yeah, she shoots him in the head too. Shoots him in the fucking head. And then she grabs the same fucking scissors she's been destroying everybody with. Mm-hmm. And fucking stabs the fucking rider right in the fucking head with it. Shit. That shit was brutal. The way um, the way the, the blood came out and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the... Because the rider had, a, had the gun too, right? Yeah, or, he had that or, weird shotgun. Yeah, he had that weird one. He's like trying to fucking do something. But he just fucking can't because he's fucking done for. Yeah. And then this is the part I didn't really like get is that the woman finds Sarah in her room now. Mm-hmm. She's laying in bed and then she starts making out with her? Yeah. She was What like, the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. But she did the same thing as earlier where she lifts up her shirt to get to her belly. She starts mm-hmm. like rubbing her belly. And then mm-hmm. yeah, she tries to kiss her and then Sarah bites her her lips off. Fucking or... lip off, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then this turns into a fight going into the kitchen. Yeah, and to note too. Sarah stupidly leaves the hand cannon. She just, I'll just ignore this giant gun that can kill her instantly <laughs> and run away and leave her the gun while yeah. I run away. The only thing I can say is that she's in shock with everything, man. <laughs> she's not exactly in the right state of mind. Plus, she's bleeding profusely and she is pregnant. Yeah, but she's got a gun, man. That's, yeah, that's like, true. That's true. That's like a throwing a life preserver to a drowning man and him being like, nah, you know, I'm scared. So like, now nah, the I'll wave's just... coming, dog. I'll, write, yeah. I'll just write it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck, yeah. Dude. yeah, so this this scene was actually like like pretty crazy though, is because when now that they're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. Sarah goes, Okay, I know what you're after me for. So she grabs a knife and threatens to stab herself mm-hmm. in the belly, to which the woman okay, I don't know, this is not a movie that should be funny and all. But she grabs this toaster and big slaps the shit out of her with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, she's like, a, I forgot what that, like a mace, you know, like the medieval weapon with, uh-huh. with like a chain. She uses <laughs> it like that, just like slams her in the face. <laughs> yes, with the fucking toaster, dude. Yeah, yeah. But here, here's again, the woman throughout this film, she gets out a cigarette at random times. Mm-hmm. This is the one time where it does not go well, like, well for her. Yeah. She lights out the cigarette. And there happens to be an aerosol container right next to Sarah mm-hmm. and fucking lights it up, bro. She fucking like, holy shit, bro. The, <laughs> afterwards, when you see what the burn marks did to her face, yeah. you're like, wow. Like the fucking way her face looks here is fucking morbid, dog. Yeah. And that's putting it lightly, man. Mm-hmm. It is so fucked up. But I was like, holy shit, dude. So she takes off running away. When she's like fucking burned badly Mm -hmm. to where Sarah now, she makes this like weapon with like a pole and a knife. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a, like a, like a harpoon or or like a spear or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which which, by the way, dude, when she's, when she stuck it out Mm -hmm. uh, through that little door. Yeah. And and then it kind of like came back to her. Mm -hmm. You can totally tell like that wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to just come like clean off, huh? but they kept that in the scene, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Um, holy shit, dude. And then I fucked up right here, but because let me back up a little bit. Right before she makes that fucking weapon, mm-hmm. bro, she Sarah can't fucking breathe, dude. She's oh, like choking yeah. on her blood. Yeah. So, so what she does is she fucking stabs herself in the throat yeah. for fucking air to come out. And then she fucking falls on her back, dude, and you can see the air, like, or, yeah, like, the air bubbling out with all that blood around her. Mm-hmm. And she gets duct taped to fucking stop the bleeding now. Yeah. Fuck, dude. The, I don't know how the fuck they did that, dude, because the way the blood comes out, and then you can see, like, the air, like, fucking, like, like kind of, like, making the, the blood bubble and yeah. shit. How the fuck did they do that? I don't know. Fuck, that, that, good shit right there, man. So now, she, Sarah is... She has that makeshift weapon. Mm-hmm. She goes to the woman. And she fucking straight up. This is where like the woman tells her that when you crashed with Matthew, I was the other person in the vehicle. I was pregnant mm-hmm. and I lost my baby. And now I am after yours. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. But there's something right here, bro. Because like they they say, right? Like, oh, I thought there were no. Uh, like survivors in the crash. Yeah, Sarah says they told me there were no survivors, which doesn't make any sense because they don't really revisit that again and we never figure out why because mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. The lady was the other one in the car. I mean, obviously she lost a baby, mm-hmm. but why would they Why would they tell her there were no survivors? Um, maybe, okay, now this jumped to me. Maybe they told her there was no survivors because they didn't want her to feel guilty that mm. she crashed into a woman and the woman lost her baby. Mm. That's the only explanation I could think of. Yeah, but okay. And then we can also say, well, maybe she fled the scene, but fucking how? She was pregnant. Yeah. She and couldn't have gone that far. And even then, if she had fled the scene, they would have told her, like, we didn't find the other driver. They just fled the scene. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and also, even if the people lied to her to make her not feel guilty, she would look up news articles and be like, oh, there was a two-person crash or two-vehicle crash and this other woman lost her baby. So she would have found out anyway, right? Yeah. It's just a flaw. Dude, don't they, like, because Sarah's, like, a photographer, right? Yeah. So doesn't she, like, kind of work for a newspaper? Like, yeah, yeah. doesn't she, see, like, there's no excuse there then. Like, she would have gotten any fucking news around yeah. that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a flaw. <laughs> it's a flaw, brother. Yeah. It is. Okay, okay. So now, when she's confronted, right, she's going to, like, fucking, like, end her with this weapon. Uh-huh. And then the fucking power comes back on. Uh-huh. Because... The cop that we thought was dead, yeah, who got fucking, uh, was it the scissors or, or he she? Got, oh, he got he, shot. Shot in the head. He got fucking shot. Somehow he didn't fucking die here. Mm-hmm. And for some fucking reason, he turns into a zombie looking. Yeah, exactly. Dude. I guess it's because I guess he got shot in the head, so his brain is probably fucked up. Mm. So he, because like he's standing there weirdly by mm-hmm. the the fuse box, right? He's yeah. like stands there for like thirty seconds, like just kind of shaking, and then. He turns around in his eyes, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they looked fucking crazy. And then he grabs his baton mm-hmm. and starts beating the shit out of Sarah and her belly, dude. Yeah. Thinking she's the woman, right? Yep. But that's fucking stupid. It's like, okay, a pregnant, you're you're in there because the woman was not pregnant. Yep. Now you're going to hit the pregnant woman? I think, again, it just goes to the fact that he's shot in the head. So he's mm-hmm. he's like, his brains are scrambled eggs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the way she, the way he fucking hits her with the baton yeah. was fucking brutal, dude. And then, like, the water breaks even more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, dude, it's such a fucking mess, dude. To then where the woman comes out and gets with, Sarah's yeah, uh, her, weapon, yeah. her weapon and fucking kills the cop for good this time. Mm-hmm. 
and then this is this is where the ending is basically happening is Sarah fucking crawls to the stairs again it is bloody as shit there's blood everywhere she's about to give birth but the baby is stuck mm-hmm. right and then she she like begs the woman like hey take the baby out you know like save the baby yeah to where she gets the same fucking scissors she's been killing everybody with <laughs> yeah and fuck dude the way she cuts into her because so now she's got to give her c-section dude yeah right and uh, you got to credit the the woman that acted as Sarah, man. Her screams here sounded very fucking real and very crazy, man. Hmm. Uh, just the whole way she kills Sarah, obviously, with the C-section. And it's a fucking bloody mess, bro. You can see the fucking blood, like, going down yeah, the stairs, yeah, fucking like a, oozing. Looks like somebody got a bucket of blood and just threw it down the stairs, right? Dude, it's so fucking crazy. Sarah's dead. Mm-hmm. So, and then this is the ending. The way it fucking ends, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Because... The the woman is burnt to shit. Let's mm. remember that. <laughs> yeah. And she's she has the baby in her hands. She got exactly what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She goes to that same rocking chair that Sarah was sewing earlier in the film. Yeah. She's cradling the baby to sleep. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, just the way it like she has and she's cradling back and forth. And then it cuts back to Sarah's lifeless mutilated body just on the stairs. Yep. And that's how the fucking movie ends, bro. Yeah. Fucking bloody and absolute fucking gore fest. Like, my words do not do it justice, man. This shit was crazy, man. Hmm. And again, like, I'm going to mention that the red, the color red in the blood is enhanced here. So it makes, uh, cinematography wise, it looks fucking crazy. All right. You can't, like, get away from that. It's, like, so fucking visible. But overall, bro, I know we we made like a bunch of like flaws in the film. Uh-huh. But overall, man, I fucking I really enjoyed this movie. This is a movie that I would tell people like if you're if it's the weekend and you're hanging out with your friends and you just feel like putting on a crazy fucking movie, put this one on, man. God. Just just so you guys can just react to how fucking insane the violence and the gore is, man. And watch it one time and then don't watch it ever again. Just tell people about it. You know, it's what I would say, man. Okay. So, sweet for the good man right here, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't have anything like for the segment of um, like notable work. Okay. From the directors or or any of the actors and actresses here, because uh-huh. I had never seen them in anything, hmm. right? But there, I did mention earlier uh, in the beginning of the podcast that France knows exactly what the fuck they're doing when it term- when it, it's in terms of movies, man. All right. So I'm going to uh, list three French movies out there that are fucking crazy. And maybe you should go out of your way to watch. And I say that maybe because some of these two of these movies in particular are fucking brutal. All right. This one, however, is not. It is a movie called Cachet, played, uh, directed by Mikhail Haneke. It's a great French film. It's very suspenseful. It's about uh, these uh, this couple that live in France. They get this uh like a uh, surveillance uh, video of like their home. Mm-hmm. It's like eight fucking hours and they keep getting these, uh, these tapes and they're being watched okay. and they don't know by who. And we end up fighting. Uh, I mean, I, the less say about it, the better. It was very good. Very much enjoyed it. That is a French film. People should check out if they like, I believe it's on Netflix, but don't quote me on that. I think that's where I saw it though. And the next film I'm going to bring up is uh, I did mention that I saw inside because i saw a list of the 50 most disturbing movies of all time Mm -hmm. this one was in the top 10 out of france it is a fucked up movie it is 
very just like, oh my good. I watched it once. And as fucked up and gory as it was, I I was like, yeah, this is a good movie, but I'm never watching it ever again. And that is Martyrs. Hmm. Have you heard of that one, bro? No. They did a remake of it, and I refused to watch it because I'm just like, I'm not watching a remake unless they're going to enhance it. There's okay. no way they're going to fucking do it better than the original, man. Did, was it like an American remake? or is Yeah, it... it's an American remake. Okay, so yeah. it's probably like the old boy. You're better yeah. off just watching the original. Yeah, it's like that. Martyrs okay. is one of the most fucked up movies i've ever seen it's brutal they don't fuck around read into it if you want and then check it out if you want it's it's a fucked up movie and the last movie i'm gonna bring up that is a french film is a fucked up one man and that is irreversible oh god yeah there if you've seen this movie mm-hmm. there is a certain seven minute scene that is so fucking uncomfortable to watch that oh my goodness i did my research on this brother mm-hmm. so apparently the director Gaspar Noe, he he made the audio. Uh, he did like a certain thing with the audio so that it made it sound that you were alone. Yeah, there's he did he did some like audio techniques. So that's what makes that scene, that one scene, mm-hmm. really really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, and it worked because when I watched this scene, I fucking locked my door. Mm. I was I was like disgusted by it, but at the same time, just the way the movie is. And how it's like, uh, how everything plays out because it's like reverse chronological order. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's a very interesting, good, well made film. It's just so fucked up and uncomfortable. Hmm. And I don't really want to get into that, but it is a movie I think people should go out of their way to watch, though. Okay. Any French films, brother? Or any? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've seen Irreversible, right? Yes, I have. Uh, anything to say? <laughs> uh, that movie's <laughs> fucked up. Um. <laughs> No, I don't know the the one lady in Inside, the one that played the woman. Uh huh. I had seen her before. Oh, really? And I looked her up, and uh, she was in a movie called Last Night. I think Winona Ryder's in it also. Oh, really? Um, I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. I actually forgot what it's about. I think it's like a bunch of short stories. But mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, and then she seems like a pretty uh, notable actress. She's had a lot of, I think, mostly foreign films, but I think she showed up in a few american films as well too but other than that i don't have any french films that i can think about the top of my head maybe uh leon the professional okay yeah isn't 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 he uh isn't he the guy the guy french right i think i think he's supposed to be i don't know that's a good movie that's a good movie though yeah (laughs) very good but yeah all right brother i think it's time to give it uh our overall thoughts okay and wrap this episode up if you don't mind brother let me go first yeah yeah okay so this fucking movie Yes, we pointed out the flaws. There is, it's not a perfect film, but it was bloody. It was fucking gory. It was very fucking suspenseful. It had mm. my attention from like, from like right away. Um, to me, this is like horror done right, man. It, it, it is fucking violent, man. It's brutal as fuck. But at the same time, it's fucking awesome. Like, this is a movie I want to tell people about. Like, I, like, this is something that I want to do, like, like water cooler talk. It's like, hey, man, I just watched this fucking crazy movie. You want to, you want to check it out? You know, and then people will go out of the way to check it out, man. Again, man, I gasped so many fucking times watching this movie, man. Uh, watch it once and then never watch it again, but tell people about it, all right? Give me fucking eight stars out of ten, brother. Elite range for me, man. That shit was crazy as fuck, dude. Nice. Uh, for me, like I mentioned earlier, I'm not a big gore person. There are some gore movies that I like, but uh, in general, um, I'm not a huge fan of of some of the really gory stuff this movie i didn't really find any of the characters likable the main character i'd never really 
got invested in because she's quiet to begin with. We know that she lost her husband and she's grieving. But um, yeah, I mean, the other characters, they just show up to die and the cops <laughs> are just morons. And I mean, I understand it's a movie, right? Yeah. It could have ended, you know, five minutes in if one of them chose to kill the other ones. But I don't know. I wasn't that impressed with this movie. The cinematography was all right. The gore was done well, though it's unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI, I thought, was a little bit cheesy. The, yeah, the shots that, of, the, of the baby. The zombie, too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I wasn't really thrilled about that kind of stuff. I'm going to give this one, for me, a 6 out of 10. All right, bro. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's foreign, too. So I know it wasn't going to really, like... Uh, that doesn't really concerned. bother me. I'm not okay. a big foreign film guy, but I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind reading the subtitles and stuff. But this movie just... <sighs> It just kind of, it's too close to the mid 2000s and later horror type mm-hmm. films where it's it's just gratuitous with the violence. And like I said, none of the characters really invested, didn't, um, didn't get me invested into them, I should say. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Um, I feel like there's better horror films out there, but it's not terrible. Yeah. The, the directors, uh, Alexander Bustillo and Julian Mari, this is their debut. Okay. So a little lead way for them is that they were just, yeah. Finding their footing in cinema. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, Swig for the Good Men for them. It is, it is a fucking great horror film for me, man. So mm-hmm. cheers to them. You know, Swig. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end the episode right there. Please join us next week, man. We have our season finale next week. And it is one of the most controversial films of all time. It is an episode that's been looming over our heads for quite some time since this episode, uh, this podcast started. Um, we were a little iffy about it, but I explain on the next episode why we did this one, all right? So please be on the lookout for that. Right, brother? It's a fucked up one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Because we got to end the, the season on a fucked up one. Okay. <laughs> I guess, yeah. We, I mean, that's what we've done so far, right? Yeah. So it's no different in this season, all right? So remember to be kind to one another, everyone. Uh, thank you again for checking out this podcast and for the continue, continued support. Much love to all of you. Peace. Cheers. Bottoms up. All that good shit. Mwah. Peace. See you later. Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week for our season finale as we review one of, if not the most fucked up movies ever made. And that movie is a Serbian film, a movie directed by Serdan Spazojevic. We do not advise anyone to go out of their way to watch this film, as this film has some of the most fucked up imagery ever put on film. Do yourself a favor and just join us for the discussion portion of this show. Love to all, and bottom up.